to take the lead. Oh, yeah. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous, too. Five. Five. Nope. nope, stop. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> is this going to be in there? This is a good one. Okay. Five, Five four, three, two, one. Wow, it does feel good. You said two numbers after I was done talking. Yeah, I know. Crazy, huh? That's the kind of delay That's we're working nuts. with. That's <laughs> nuts. Anyhow. Um, all right. Oh, hey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Wilson there. Podcast. <laughs> um, you can email the show at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. The Instagram handle is weeklywilsonpod. I'm your host, Brian Wilson. And I'm your host, Jay Wilson. Guys, this is a great episode today. So just buckle in, hop in the car, buckle up, then start, put it in drive, and then put it in gear 12, because this one is going to be, it's all right. So today we talk about my week of work and how me starting work has been progressing. Um, we talk about my recent weekend exploits around Ann Arbor, and then we also talk about how I made a ginormous chair and how that went today that was that was today this is a very recent pod even though so, it's posting in like oh, two weeks i forgot weeks. to talk about my feast at the end of the day oh, we'll shit. talk about that some other time yeah anyhow please enjoy this episode as much as i enjoyed the feast that i didn't talk about during this episode i didn't do you say ever five. want to lead i don't know if that it's good i, I was could. just gonna ask do you ever want to lead it i I don't want to. I would do it for you, though, because it's satisfying to have them line up perfectly on your own end. Okay, we'll have to try that sometime. Yeah, I think you deserve it. I Because I've loved being the guy who's in sync, and from what yeah. you describe what happens on your end, that sounds hellish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's mayhem. So, Complete, yeah. disorganized chaos. Jay, it's been a week yeah. and a half, and Sydney and I don't have our laundry back. The culprit has not shown himself. <laughs> That's so rough. Spir- spirits are low. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm pretty upset. Maya, I think... Because Sydney immediately knew everything she had lost. I'm slowly realizing things that I've lost. And I think mm-hmm. among the casualties for me was my uh, UC Running Club t-shirt. Was that my shirt? No, I I was on the club too, Jay. <laughs> it was my shirt. <laughs> I had one for about 10 minutes before it went missing, and I think that I know who took it. Or at least I know who nobody would notice took it, because they were also on the run club. I'm accusing you, Brian. Anything to say for yourself? I would retaliate, but (laughs) my hotspot is failing me, and I just missed everything you said. You're back now, it seems like. Well, that's good. Um, Brian, I want to get right into it um, with my stuff that I have to, to say to you. That I'll I have one have other thing to to me about. that I would like to interject okay. whenever it's convenient. Yeah. Do it. Oh, like, you want to wait for a good moment? Now feels like a good moment. So I went to the uh, American Heart Association Heart Walk at uh, University of North Carolina Wilmington today. And they were just they like, why do you have set a, up? why are you here? You're like bum ass heart guy oh no i was not this i was the, one of the this is the varsity yeah i was definitely i was just there to spectate 
Um, yeah. But they had booths set up, and booths give okay. away free things. And mm-hmm. I saw some sunglasses, and I was like, ooh, always on the prowl for some cheap sunglasses that I can break and lose. So I grabbed a pair and realized the company that was giving away these uh, sunglasses, mm-hmm. the name is Megacorp. And I was like, are Sounds you... Evil. Are you a generic evil company that is trying to, like, get good graces with the masses at this heart walk? I think that's the case. Well, that's wild that somebody would willingly name themselves that. It's just like, we are Big Business Incorporated. Or, like, I don't know. It's That's just laughably generic. But, anyhow, Brian... I think Discord is just scheming to uh, make you lag out anytime you talk so that I can do this podcast completely without knowing what you're saying at all. Okay, well, we'll just see how it goes then. So I'll launch into my stories, and if you get to hear them, that's just gravy. Um, Alright, I'll just nod and smile. Okay, cool. I don't even know if you heard what I just said. That was a very good, like, middle-of-the-road response to anything I could have said. So I think you're ready. Um... (laughs) I can't but, believe it happened right. that way. Dude, <laughs> stop it. Okay. <laughs> You're messing with me, man. I really don't know if you can hear me. Um, okay. So, Brian, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about work, but not a ton. because. So, basically, headline is work's been awesome. I'm really excited about it. Did I tell you about nice. that? Like week two? Um, No, I don't think I've heard anything week two. So... It's been really cool. Um, basically, I, I talked about how I was really excited that it was starting out fast. Like, I got to do, like, what I was going to be doing very quickly. Um, but it was stressful because I didn't know anything. So, it's like, I may or may not know what the next step in my process is. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not know how to do that. Or, like, anything about it, really. So, I was constantly, like, on my heels and just nervous that I was going to get stuck and, like, be useless and that was just kind of rough. Mm-hmm. So it was like exciting but stressful. Um, then, honestly, sometime late last week, early this week, I think it was really Monday. Like by the end of Monday was the turning point that um, I like knew just enough to like I was. So basically, I don't know if I talked about this, but uh, there's a machine mm-hmm. that um, does something autonomously. I don't really want to get into the specifics. I don't know where I would get in trouble, but... Basically, they're like people build robots, and then they're completely dumb. They can't do anything. Then the controls engineer comes in, plugs into the machine, and puts in all the brains and logic about how like they get the robot to do the things that it does. Yeah, so that's you, my job. You animate the carcass. Exactly. So I am the lightning to Frankenstein. Yeah, is what I am. But. So I'm just sitting there, plugged into this machine, working with this guy, Greg, who's going to retire, actually, at the end of next week. I just found out. Oh, boy. But, yeah. So he's been trying to, like, get me up to speed. Um, and they actually didn't know that he was retiring when they hired me. So I was still good, even though we're losing Greg. Uh-huh. Um, but now, pressure's on. So I'm working with this machine, trying to get it moving, help, like, helping Greg. And for a while, it was just like he was, I was sitting there holding the mouse, and he was telling me everything to do. Then eventually I cross this threshold where I'm just like, oh, I understand this program kind of. 
I'm like developing my own thoughts about how we could potentially solve the problems we're facing. It's exciting. So then it was like, it was so exciting. Now I'm like working with Greg to help mm-hmm. fix this machine. Well, not fix it, but like get it online. Yeah. And it was so fun. I would just go into work every day, sit down next to Greg, and then we would just work on this robot all day. That's really fun. And that was it. Yeah. I like, I barely get any emails. I don't have meetings. It's just, I'm doing like troubleshooting engineering all day. That is the best. Yeah. Do you ever get bored or tired or like, I feel like when I'm working on a problem like that, I can just go into Mm -hmm. like deep work mode and just work for six hours and not even notice. It doesn't feel like that or. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. So one of the big things is that like, Basically, with big programs like this, and I don't know how much like I'm going to be talking out of my ass here because I'm not a huge programming guy. This is pretty like high-level, visual-based programming mm-hmm. and then like also interacting with hardware at the same time. So it's like they try to take the burden of coding as far off of us as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, like I very, I will almost never write a text line of code. I'm using like program blocks and like ladder yeah. logic. But, um, but basically, if I change anything, to get it to happen on the machine... I would have to change like the code. Um, then I have to compile hardware, compile software, then download the hardware, download to software. Oh jeez! And that whole process takes it takes like about maybe five minutes. So I get a five minute break pretty often. Okay. Like when we need to do that. Mm-hmm. Not every step requires that. Micro but, um, breaks. And then yeah, and I didn't. I don't know if I told you, but uh. And then sometimes, like, you're making a bunch of changes, so you'll, like, do it, like, three times in the span of, like, 20 minutes, and you're just like, jeez, yeah. another compile, like, <laughs> yeah. but, um, But then, also, we have our regular scheduled breaks. So, it's, like, it's honestly, I remember being in school, and, like, we would be troubleshooting a code that we were writing, and I always thought to myself, man, I feel like I'm not the best at, like, writing the code from scratch, mm-hmm. but even if I don't understand something or don't understand a program, I'm really good at, like talking out a problem with somebody and helping them work towards a solution even if i don't know what it is it's like i'm good i felt specifically good at troubleshooting like in my Mm -hmm. grad in my college career and i like thought i was like man i just want to like do something like this like this is i love i love this part and now i'm like (laughs) doing that i'm just like this is nuts but that's amazing um yeah so and that's kind of the i think that's part of why it was easy to feel like i knew what i was doing a little bit earlier and obviously i'm still vastly clueless like now i just kind of know enough to be dangerous a little bit yeah but it's like i know how to use the program i still know nothing (laughs) yeah it's like i know how to use the program and i'm Mm -hmm. also separately good at troubleshooting and problem solving so it's like now i'm kind of like merging him a little bit yeah but anyhow so it works have you had have you had the movie moment where you and Greg are troubleshooting something and you're like, well, couldn't we just do it this way? And he, he sits and looks up into the distance and goes, yeah, yeah, we could. I think you're right. Yeah, no, we haven't had that moment, but I have had moments where, like, I'll solve something while he's gone. Or, like, I'll be, we'll be, like, sitting there thinking and then I'll just do something and it'll work. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, there you go. Like, Mm -hmm. so we're, it's like a collaboration now and that's really exciting. And like, I've been hanging out with Greg for like eight hours a day, two weeks straight now. So we're like pals and it's fun, but which it's going to be sad when he leaves. But have you developed um, a catchphrase for when you solve a problem? 
Um, no, but like I have, <laughs> it's not that, uh, we have, it's, we kind of chuckle every time now when it'll be like, cause now I've started to like guess when he'll tell me to do things. Cause like, he'll be like, all right, now you do this. And mm-hmm. then, um, when we get to a point where it's like compile and download and then like, I'll just be like, all right. And, and then we'll look at each other and we'll be like, yep. <laughs> and then, uh we'll laugh about that but then also like i don't know i've just gotten more comfortable with him and like we're kind of buddies now where it's like at one point he was just like i was like trying to click something and he was just like oh nope he's like didn't get it and i'm just like well i'm trying my best greg and he was like <laughs> we're just chuckling but no yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed working with him he's a good guy and he's retiring um, at the end of the month or in a couple weeks at the end of next week yeah end of next week dang are you gonna get him a gift and that's when he I th- I really should, um, because that's when he thinks we're gonna have the machine done. Wow! By the end of next week, that'll be a real yeah. kind of like closer for him, then, huh? No, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed like asking him about his early career and stuff, and like how he feels about different things, like retrospectively. You know, I think yeah. being in a podcast for a long time has really made me better at like asking people questions about yeah. themselves. He he didn't say um, like uh, get out now, save yourself. <laughs> no he Not seems like he enjoyed it like he because he's when he started his career controls engineering didn't exist yeah yeah i guess that's fair so yeah things like evolved he kind of <laughs> saw the whole thing but um but anyhow so needless to say work's been cool and i just wanted to mention that um but i wanted to say that at the end of my good week that i recently had at work um, I went out to lunch with the guy who hired me. He's the CFO of the company. Mm-hmm. He's like a really nice guy. It's a smaller company, so like he's around. Um, but he took me out to lunch with one of the salespeople. And we were just like chatting, shooting the breeze. Uh, but during lunch, he was like, oh, I forgot that I bought this like ticket pack for uh, University of Michigan hockey. Do you guys want the tickets for tonight's game? And then I was just like hell yeah dude like this is i didn't have plans i'm new I was to hoping this would be like, part of the story because i got snapchats from a hockey game yeah yeah so that was really fun hockey it was gonna be a blowout because apparently like u of m is like generally in contention for the best in the nation at hockey i didn't really? know that okay um, that's exciting. yeah like i think they're ranked number one right now but um so we knew this game was gonna be a blowout because they're playing like a nobody team kind of mm-hmm. um but it was still gonna be fun. Like, there's no such thing as boring hockey. Like, it's it's just cool to look at. They're yeah. flying all over the place, mm-hmm. um, hitting each other. Yeah, yeah. So we went to the game. Um, my friend from work, uh, the guy who was at lunch, he came over. He's he's my age. We drank some beers, walked to the stadium because I'm really close to it. And yeah, so we're at the game, and I just I love watching sports. And one thing is that I feel like whenever I watch sports or like just oftentimes I'll like lock into a certain phrase or cheer or something that Mm -hmm. I like saying, like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you do this too. Maybe, maybe this is just a me thing, but like, I just found something that was really funny to me to say. And then I would say it every time I got a chance. So my thing now for hockey, at least was whenever they would like get a take, like take the puck away on their court on their side of the rink and then like get a puck in transition. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, uh, I would clap my hands and I would say like, I'll, I'll try and go away from the mic. So it's not that loud. I'd be like, be like pucks in transition boys. Like 
Like that was that was it. I was just like, come on, pucks in transition, boys. Let's go. Like, is that um, any where do you know if that's related to anything anyone that knows anything about hockey would ever say? I don't know anything about hockey. No. It's it's pucks in transition. It makes sense boys. to me. Pucks in transition. You gotta get pucks in transition. If you're not getting pucks in transition, you can't score. Then your fitness isn't at the level it needs to be. Yeah, no. Yeah. But there were some very artistic goals going on. It was very exciting to watch. I had a great yeah. time. Um, but so hockey was cool. After I think hockey, with the, we were walking with the around. We went to, oh, sorry. catchphrase stuff. I think the closest I've been to that is when we were hiking in uh, Bryce Canyon and we found out the rock formations were called hoodoos. And then I made the joke, who do you think you are? And then <laughs> made that until Sydney would yell at me every time I said it. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, so it was a separate time we were in Bryce Canyon. Yes. After you were there with Mike and I. Okay. Yeah. Because back then, when we were there, it was, hey, is that Thor's hammer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... Um, yeah. Like, bold of them to name, like, they put so much advertising effort on one rock formation that was so similar to so many other rock formations there. Well, do you remember the Queen's Garden, I think, too, where they said this one looks like yes. Queen Charlotte or something? You're just like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it look, kind of looks like Thor's hammer to me. <laughs> but anyway, well, they, you know, they called her Queen Thor every now and then. Um, Queen but Brian, Thorlet. so after hockey, <laughs> yeah, um, after hockey, we went to a couple bars. We went to, we stopped at a pizza by the slice place that my, uh, mm. my friend Mike was saying is really good. And first of all, I love pizza by the slice. Mm. I think it's a great concept. PBTS um, as some would say. Yes. Um, one issue. So this place had great pizza. Killer za. And I got two slices because I was ravenous. But, you know, you get your pizza. Mm-hmm. And then they're the big, like, New York slices. And then you have... Brian, if you saw two shaker jars next to each other on a table at a pizza restaurant... Parmesan and red what pepper What do you flakes. think would be in those jars? There we go. Parmesan and red pepper flakes. Thank you. So I, I even put have on to my red pepper flakes. Exactly. Put on my red pepper flakes. I like some spice. Then I start dunking the parmesan i just want like a few sprays it comes out like sand it's salt no is it smell it ammonia it's garlic powder oh boy i doused my pizza with garlic powder yeah there is such a thing as too much garlic i've been there no and i'm trust me i at one point my roommates had to have an intervention for me about my garlic intake (laughs) because i was putting it on everything did you ever get to the point you were just tough eating for cloves? me to get through these slices of pizza? It, only stuffed in olives. But that's, that's right. It was the garlic so, stuffed olives, I remember now. <laughs> well, that's because they're so good, and I, I could eat a jar of olives, but then you realize you ate like nine cloves of garlic because you were just popping olives. Yeah. But, uh, but anyhow. We've all gone so through I, a phase where we just, pop too many olives. Yeah. But the disrespect of doing garlic powder in a shaker on a pizza table yeah that's who I've, you're just I've never asking seen people movie. to get mad you're asking for bad reviews yeah. at that point and they didn't have parmesan ever anywhere we look like my friend mike there he was like picked up the jar of what i thought was parmesan set it down went looking around for stuff and i'm just like i don't know why he's sleeping on the parmesan yeah oh did he this have some parmesan did he have some super like cognitive ability to discern parmesan from garlic powder 
Well, he's a local, so I guess he was just like, oh, this is the garlic powder that's on the tables here. But And so yeah, so they rude. and you didn't find Parmesan anywhere. No. So not only I just had like really garlicky pizza. Not only did they put an unexpected condiment on the table, they removed the expected condiment. Precisely. So that was gross, but I got through it because I was drunk. So it was very good still. Um I just, just threw some my, more olives on there. My breath was hot. <laughs> I could feel the temperature of my breath. I was like, I'm going to burn off some eyebrows if I have a direct conversation with somebody. <laughs> um, but anyhow, I need to get through this because I have some stories about today to tell. So, um, oh, wait, no, that's the last thing. So, Brian, on to what happened today mm-hmm. is the chairs, Brian. Dun, dun, dun. The chair. I made one chair. So, <laughs> one chair I don't know if I've talked about this, but... I, with the power of five yeah. chairs. It's an insane chair. So, <laughs> I'm building it up too much. So, Brian, I I told you already that I brought pallets down to Ann Arbor to make furniture out of. Yes. Right? I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast, but I did. Uh-huh. So, it was a big issue because... So, I brought these pallets down, and... My landlord and lady are great. They're sweet folks. They, mm-hmm. This is a great apartment, a great location. They've been very kind. The only like hitch in the stride is that, um, and I don't want to get into this too much, but my uh, the landlady that I deal primarily with, her husband has Alzheimer's. So he gets like confused, grumpy. Mm-hmm. It's a tough situation. So he right. was really hung, and he gets like hung up on things kind of easily. So like he was really hung up on the pallets. He, he like... In his mind, it's like, I'm going to be, like, crafting furniture day and night, like, making a bunch of racket and mess. And he doesn't really, like, understand that. It's like, no, I just brought these. I'm going to do very simple assembly, have some, have a chair made out of pallets. Um, So he wants them gone. He was, like, he was just kind of confused about it. So then he didn't want me to work on them, um, Mm -hmm. even though I'm not really doing a ton of work. So then, basically, I colluded with uh, my landlady to then have him out of the house, I would make the chair, and then it all would be well in the world. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a big production, so yeah. I just need to get it done. Um, so then she, today she says, "All right, um, I'm gonna we're gonna go out for a drive. Like you'll have like about three hours." And I was like, "Awesome!" Start. So the then clock. she leaves. Yeah. So she leaves. I haul all the pallets up from the basement up three flights of stairs yeah so five pallets up three flights of stairs oh you have five pallets oh yeah i guess it was five pallets yeah yeah so it was rough i was sweating (laughs) um no but i got all the pallets up from the basement swept off my patio i get the pallets down and then i have my belt sander because these are pretty gross pallets so First step is to sand all both sides of all the five pallets. That's a lot of sand. Which at first it was a lot of sanding. I'm and there's like I don't know. I kind of got the feel for how to use this belt sander. Like by the end of pallet two, I'd say I was like, okay, I I really get how to do this well now. Um, but it just took a long time. I was probably sanding for like two hours at least. That long. Um. Yeah, you got to look into it because uh, next time you're getting a sander, you should get an orbital sander. I find those a lot more like a circle guy, easy to use. Um, it's like I don't know the one I have just kind of like vibrates in a circle. Yeah, yeah, I I think those are lower powered sanders. I think that would take it longer. I don't know. I, it's more versatile though. Were you would you have to get like in between 
things. I don't know. No. I could have. I think I'm going to get a wood rasp. Well, honestly, I just didn't have a lot of time. So I'm going to try and clean them out on the inside a little more. But I was just getting the surfaces. I was doing rough and ready. A wood Um, rasp? But so, yeah. Kind of looks like a honing rod. I don't know what either of those things are. Well, both of them are kind of like a... Ah, it doesn't matter. So anyways, Brian, I go on to sand all the pallets. And I fell very manly and handsome on that patio let me tell you mm-hmm. i was like it was i got hot so i was just wearing a tank top and i was wearing my sweatpants and then i was just like jamming out to music and like sanding these pallets yeah. i felt very manly did it a was, crowd of women fall uh, right up there with split firewood did they just start flocking to the pheromones without knowing what they were doing no yeah, they were all just like passed out in the yard they just couldn't handle it it was really something to behold my laptop's about to die, and my charger's out in the living room. Hold on. All right. And we are taking a brief intermission. I would give Jay crap for it, but I think in the last episode we were recording, my phone did vibrate. So scroll back to episode, what was that, 142? See if you can pinpoint when my watch and phone vibrated for bonus points in the podcast that can be redeemed in the store for um, many various prizes, including... Um, plastic straws, uh, travel mugs, straw hats, um, nose hair trimmers. You should really check out our store. We got a lot of good right. new merchandise there, and you can redeem your points. Let's go there and only pucks in transition. All right, all right. So Brian, um, so I sand all the pallets. Felt very manly. It was wonderful. Um. And it was honestly really relaxing. I realized I was sitting there standing them, and I'm just like, I'm so excited to do this project. I'm having a great time right now. Like, just like accomplishing a task, getting a reward in the sense of like a product. In the sense like, of I was 13 excited. unconscious women in your front yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was your prize. Yeah, so, um, so I, yeah. So I finished sanding. I uh, revived all the women, sent them on their way. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, uh, in the process, so I was wearing these headphones, sunglasses, and an N95 mask. Yeah. And at one point I went to open up my phone and the face ID didn't work. And I was just like, well, this technology's bullshit. Like, you can't <laughs> recognize me right now. Look at my forehead. Look at my forehead. You don't recognize these worry lines? No, but, um, so I thought that was funny. But then what was scary was like the next time I was unlocking my phone, like a little settings alert came up and it said, hey, do you want to like enable um, sunglasses mode? It helps identify your face when you're wearing a mask and sunglasses. And I was like, really? "Mm, Well played, iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) I like to imagine it's like you're doing that and your eyebrows are behind your sunglasses and it's like can't recognize. Then you raise your eyebrows and then it's like, oh, we got you. Oh, this guy? Those caterpillars? Come on. <laughs> um, nobody has eyebrows that big, except for Jay Wilson. Um, no, but I just thought that was funny. It was like, it's when you have like a thought and then technology is just like, we knew. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> Way ahead of you, it buddy. It makes me laugh. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, so then the next step was I had to go to Home Depot to get a bunch of hardware. Because I like, I woke up late. I meant to get this stuff before they left. But then mm-hmm. I woke up, got breakfast. By then they were leaving. So I was just like, let me get all the sanding done. That's the loudest part. And then if necessary, I can assemble everything later. Mm-hmm. Um, probably quietly. 
But then, so I did, got done with the sanding. I drove to Home Depot to get, well, first I looked at a video to see how I might like assemble these things together. Mm-hmm. Got some ideas, went to Home Depot. Um, I acquired braces, metal bars with holes in them. I got something called a nail, what was it called? A, a nail board? I think a nail board, which is basically just like a metal rectangle that has a bunch of like spikes on it. That you like hammer in a board of nails. Interesting. Like, so it's just like a little sheet of nails. It's it was really I liked them. They like were very helpful. They're actually nails, or was it just kind of like pronged? They were like little teeth. I've seen. Well, the yeah. one the guy was using had like little bumps on the outside that you hammered in those bumps, and then they poked nails in. Huh. That's that's pretty. So it was slick. like you would put it flush, and then you just like hammer in all the nails, and yeah. then it's like a little rectangle holding them together. Um. So I got that. I got wood glue. I got screws. Um, yeah, and I think that was it. But then, so yeah, I got all that stuff, came back, and then I glued two of them on top of each other, two sets of two. One of them was going to be an ottoman. The other one was the base of the chair. And then I, I glued them and then used the nail boards mm-hmm. on the sides. Oh, I see. And then, okay. I was wondering how you were going to use those. Yeah. yeah. And then to the back of one of the pads, I put the other pallet and then used the brace and then drilled pilot holes and then drilled the screws in. I can see it now. Screwed the screws in. Yeah. And I felt really cool, really like a dad. When I was drilling pilot holes, because I tried to not do pilot holes at first, did not work out. Uh Um, But when I was drilling a pilot hole specifically, I was like, man, I'm such a dad right now. Like I felt so cool. Cause then it worked so much better when I had pilot holes and I'm just like, I can, just, I can just see Brian Wilson senior being like, yeah, you'll probably want a pilot hole for that. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> you probably want to drill a few pilot holes first. And yeah, so that was, that was exciting. And I got to use like a cordless drill belt sander. Yeah. Wood glue. I always try to get away without yeah. a pilot hole whenever I think I can. The trick is to know when you absolutely do need a pilot hole. <laughs> yeah. But so otherwise uh, you can get yourself. But anyhow, trouble. so, and I really, the pinnacle was when I was like, you know, taking out the, like putting in the, uh, the drill bit and then taking out the drill bit and then putting in the driver bit. Yeah. And like, you know, you just feel so tool savvy when you're doing that. And I was trying to go fast cause I only had like 10 minutes before they got back. Uh-huh. But, um, so you're like quick drawing yeah, with your so drill. It's like, like, yeah. Did like you do, just, you know, flying. you know, the move where people like when they're shooting and they just drop the clip and then shove the next one in. Were you doing that with your drill bits where you just mm-hmm. like drop the drill bit, put the next one in? Kind of, yeah. Um, or op- operating at maximum speed. John Wick. So like there's Everyone's guns where it's like you talking to me about eject. John Wick these days. I still haven't seen a single John Wick movie. It's a great... Really? No. We gotta watch those next time we're together. Okay. At least one. Yeah. Um, He did a thing in a movie that was so good. Like, like Keanu Reeves is just really good with weapons. Mm-hmm. Like he's well-trained he did a move in a scene that was so good that people use it in shooting competitions now you were telling me that before i think the little the flick yeah yeah like you press a button it pops the magazine out of the handle of the pistol Uh and then it pops out a little bit and he flicks it to the side and it like flies out and then he reloads nice it's so cool (laughs) it's so cool yeah we'll have to watch those (laughs) Yeah, no, they're phenomenal. There's four of them, and I've seen all four. I've seen the first two probably ten times total between the two of them. Wow. 
like i was just just it's one of those movies that comes on a lot you know yeah i was just talking to a couple people about it and uh they were talking about the fourth one and one of the guys was like yeah just i feel like they're getting more and more action and less and less plot and then so he's like i don't know i'm kind of out on john wick 4 but the other guy was like i don't know i just like watching keanu reeves kill like a ton of people like so many people (laughs) he's like i think he killed 100 people in 10 minutes yeah, no, it's insane. It's like, it's definitely, it's it's not the same vibe as Mad Max Fury Road, but it's the same, like, kind of setup, you know? It's like, you're you're sitting there and you're just like, let me be impressed and awed by this, like, visual spectacle, you know? It's like, yeah. there there is some world building. Like, it's a cool, like, mysterious, like, espionage, like, assassin underground world that they build. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's mostly just about watching Keanu Reeves do cool shit. And boy, does he, you know? Um, but <laughs> If there's one thing Keanu Reeves uh, does well, it's cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. And he's just such a treasure. He's like a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. he, does, he has the thing where it's like, he just doesn't act like he's famous, so then nobody, like, badgers him. Like, he just, he rides the subway. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> but, but anyways, so... The other thing I want to say is just upon finishing this chair, it's ginormous. It takes up like my whole living room. I built a couch. Yeah. I saw it and it looked like a twin bed. Yeah. No, it looks like a bed frame. Like it's, I saved the four, three big pallets to make the chair part. And then I made two smaller pallets into an ottoman. Big mistake. The one of the small pallets should have been the back of the chair. And I didn't realize that until I was done. Well, this Um, is how we learn. But but I, I love the look of it. It's like I needed a couch and I so well I was going to do two chairs in lieu of a couch. Now I just like oh I finished this one piece of furniture. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put cushions on it and it's a good size for this apartment yeah, to be both. like a weird quasi chair couch. Yeah, yeah. it can be a chair with and an ottoman. And it's perfect for people to sleep on. So it's kind of like yeah. maybe like a love seat or maybe like what, what are those big like the big chairs? What did dad call it? Dad dad called it something because I texted him and said, maybe one's enough, question mark? <laughs> and then uh, he said, is it a chase lounge? Chase lounge. Is Look what at he dad knowing names of furniture. Yes. Yeah. Dad knows a lot of names of a lot of things. I'll, I'll say that about Brian. Yeah. There's one thing he knows. You ask him to name a thing, he almost always has an answer. Yeah. Dad's as good at knowing the names of things as Keanu Reeves is at doing cool shit. Yeah. Um Yeah. Is that well Hmm. I don't know what I was thinking just now. It was <laughs> She's made a lot of sounds. It was like, like I was thinking. wondering Do you think dad would be better at action than Keanu Reeves would be at dadding? Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> That's really tough because I could see. Got, is, does Keanu Reeves have kids? I could see Dad being like a Liam Neeson taken kind of guy, like really good at that. Yeah, but then Keanu Reeves think, would no, be a pretty kick-ass dad. I think Dad would be more of a Bruce dad. Willis. What does Bruce Willis do? Good Will Hunting. What is that? A different Bruce? <laughs> I don't think there's any Bruces in Good Will Hunting. I think I don't know who you're thinking of in Good Will Hunting. I think Hoodie Allen referenced Bruce Willis and. Goodwill Hunting in the same verse of a song one time, so maybe that's. I, I think that might be where my have you seen Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, great movie. 
All right. Who's and the... still Hoodie Allen is dominating who you mention <laughs> in reference who's, to that film. Who's the who's the kid in Goodwill Hunting? Will? That's Matt Damon. Is that Will Smith? <laughs> no, I thought it was Matt Damon. The character's name is Will Hunting. I thought it was Matt Damon, but I didn't want to say that because I thought it was wrong. Nah, yeah, it's real young Matt Damon. Yeah. And then he stars... Um, opp- not opposing. Uh, across from Robin Williams. Robin I guess, Williams. What yeah. you'd say. And then who does Bruce Bruce Willis play? He plays John McClane in Die Hard, in the same universe actually, but different movies. That's what I was thinking of. Um, they both exist. <laughs> yeah. At one point, he mentions he's about to shoot a a Swedish guy or whatever nationality they're from, and he's just like. This one's for that really smart kid from Southie. Ba ba ba. Yeah, I remember that part. It didn't really make um, much sense, but now yeah. that you pointed it out to me, the the Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we put that all together. How you like them apples? I got that from a kid from Southie. Ba ba ba. <laughs> um, Is that how Bruce Willis no, talks? Anyhow, um, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> You know, I'm done doing Bruce Willis impressions. But I think Dad would be Bruce Willis because that's like the reluctant hero. Or Dad could be a Jack Ryan. Yeah. Dad could be a a, a middle-aged Jack Ryan. Yeah. And then Keanu um, Reeves could be like... I think he, uh, Keanu Reeves has too much ability. Dad would be the reluctant hero. Well, no. You know, he doesn't... He, he's, not, he's not like poking his nose. Yeah, but Keanu Reeves could then be like a, a young Brian Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I think, dad, I think Dad would be... To answer the original question, I think Dad would be better at being Jack How Ryan old is Keanu Reeves? Than Keanu Reeves would be at being Dad. How old is he? 59 years. They're about the same age. Keanu Reeves is 59? Is Dad 60? Yeah, no, Dad's man. not... He's holding up. Dad's not 60 yet, is he? Dad's... He might be. If he's not 60, he's damn near 60. Yeah. I feel like he's been in his fifties for like almost ten years. He he he's really stretching him out, you know. He's really making a career out of it yeah. in in his fifties. But um, but well, anyhow, Brian, so what that's, are we talking that's about? all I've been up to really. Just like okay, chairs. Oh, that was it. Yeah, we were done. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, are we still doing? No, here? So I built a massive chair, and I'm really excited about it. Um, th- nothing. We're getting ready for the outro. Are you ready? I feel like this just snuck up on me. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just just do it. Yeah, so uh, thank you for listening. Keanu Reeves, if you're out there, please send it an email. That would be cool. Um, But, yeah. Hope you have a nice week, and we'll catch you next time. If you want to email into the podcast, our email is weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'll post pictures of the uh, the chair and my mask setup for my assembly sanding. Um, so if you want to look at those, go look at them. But uh, yeah, until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name is Jay Wilson. His name. Oh, the Instagram handle is Weekly Wilson Pod, as well. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah. Um. My name's Jay Wilson. His name's Brian Wilson, and this has been the Weekly Wilson. Scoop boop boop ba da ba da 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 ba da ba da boop ba ba di ba scap ba di ba ba da ba du ba da ba wop ba di ba da da
I think if there was a celebrity that listened to our podcast, it probably would be Keanu Reeves. He could be the only celebrity who ever listens to our podcast, and I would consider it a lifelong success. Oh, yeah. That would be probably the greatest accomplishment of my life. He should be like how how House of Run had a relationship with Malcolm Gladwell. I would take a Keanu Reeves plug. I think that would be great for us. That would do wonders.